Hi, everyone. Welcome to Live Fully Podcast. My name is Felix. My name is Alexander. And um, Alexander, I wanted to ask you some questions about Kratom um, related to where it comes from and uh, how is it traditionally used. Yeah, so Kratom is a plant, Metragenus speciosa, a jungle tree, and it's native to Southeast Asia. So this would be Indonesia, Thailand, Malaysia, Borneo. And traditionally, it was used by field workers who were going out into the field, farming, a lot of very strenuous work. And locals would pick leaves of the tree, big, broad, green leaves. They would then dry them and then use them as like a tea. So steep them in hot water and drink a tea out of it. Or, I mean, sometimes they would use and consume, say, like the fresh leaf directly, but for the most part, it's dried and made into a tea. Oh, okay. And and they used it for just for quenching their thirst or for a particular yeah. function, benefit? Um, primarily because it was, it was farm workers, very, very labor-intensive. And so it's, it was traditionally used to increase productivity, so kind of take away some of the aches and pains, kind of get like a boost in like my energy, give me a boost in mood, and so I can kind of just continue working in the field and doing a lot of manual physical labor. I see. Okay. Nice. Yeah. And so, and then that's why a lot of the Kratom that is available in the market, so available from retail and online shops, will be a very fine ground powder, almost like a matcha tea. So by drying it and grinding it to a very fine, fine powder, it kind of provides the best extraction. So pouring a lot of hot water onto it when it's, when it's fine particles versus like bigger leaves, more of the alkaloids, more of the beneficial alkaloids or more of the, the reason of why we get the benefits come from the alkaloids. So if you grind it finer, then you get more of those into the liquid, which then when I drink it, I get kind of more of the effect. Right, right. And I remember um, recently we had a, a taste trial of different teas and um, it definitely has a taste. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it, it, you, you can, t- but you definitely feel the effects too. Like I could feel a little bit of like this feeling in my head. I couldn't explain mm-hmm. it. Yeah. It's like this light feeling and it felt good. I just never felt it before. It was the first time trying Kratom, and that was very interesting. Interesting. Okay. Yes, and and Kratom itself, so it's a tree that is related to the coffee family of plants, the matter family, and coffee is a very bitter compound. And similar to that, Kratom, the tea, is a very, very bitter, bitter tea. And so when Victor and I originally tried Kratom and, and started using Kratom, it was because we're looking for... Uh, our own, we have our own chronic pain issues. And so we were consuming about two and a half to three grams, which is a, a decent amount. It's kind of like the same amount of coffee that'd be used for like making an espresso or a cup of coffee, kind of a good, you know, two or three grams. That amount, when you put it into a little bit of water, makes it really bitter. And when I first tried Kratom, I really did not like the taste. I mean, bitterness is kind of kind of like coffee. When I was younger and tried coffee the first time, I added a bunch of cream, a bunch of sugar, just to make it drinkable for me. Right. And as I consumed more of it, that acquired taste kind of kicked in where 
okay, I used less sugar, less cream, and now I love just black, strong coffee. And so I think Kratom is kind of the same. So when I first got into Kratom, it was all about the benefits for me. And I would try to consume that little, you know, tablespoon of bitter powder as fast as possible. Because, I mean, we tried putting it in other beverages that had like a really strong flavor. Like, okay, well, maybe I can just cover up the taste of this Kratom tea. And it was like, nope, just made that glass of orange juice like taste horrible. Try to put in like smoothies or yogurt, things that like really, really fat sugar content that really covered up. Nothing would cover up the taste of Kratom. And I think it is more similar to coffee, where if you try to get rid of the coffee flavor, you really can't get rid of coffee. It's, it's almost impossible. It's such a strong, bold profile that it's like, yep, that's coffee. And so that's what we're doing now is that now that Victor and I have had Kratom for so many years, it is kind of an acquired taste. And so I actually like the taste of Kratom. I mean, with, with certain aspects. I mean, some of the Kratom out on the market is not as fresh or the quality is questionable. But we found that since we've been sourcing our own Kratom directly, fresh Kratom leaf crumbs and then in the powder, it has almost like this green tea, black tea flavor, but then a little bit of like a, a little more bitterness, like a lingering effect. And then... It does get more bitter, say, the higher the concentration. So if, if we're, what we were developing is more of a uh, initial drinkable tea. So something that has kind of a smaller dosage of Kratom, something more like three grams, but after we extract it, it comes in to be about maybe 20 to 30 milligrams of mitragynine, so kind of like a, a smaller dose. And that inside a you know, like a half glass of like eight ounces of liquid kind of has more of that green tea similarities. But, you know, to your point, there's a little bit different, has kind of its unique characteristics. And so that's that's what we're trying to now develop is this nice ready to drink flavorful tea that has the beginning parts of those alkaloid profiles. So I can kind of get a an idea of it. And I really like that kind of tea when if I don't have a lot of back pain in the morning and it's kind of just like a normal day, maybe I'm a little bit tired or if I'm kind of feeling maybe a little anxious about a lot of like the activities coming up for the day, then if I have like just like a glass of Kratom tea, that kind of eight ounces, kind of lower amount, it's kind of just a good boost in energy a little bit for me, kind of gives me a little more... Um, I, don't know, I just kind of like feel a little more positive about the day. And it's kind of super subtle for me, but okay, I feel better. And like, let's just like get on with what I need to do. Great, great. Yeah. And um, is there any expiration to to like the powder? Like, does it ever go bad or is it um, something so, you can keep for a while? Yeah, it's, it's actually something that can be kept for quite a long time, especially because, I mean, dry powders in general are very stable, say, compared to liquids. Mm -hmm. And Kratom, I mean, we've, we've had some testing done through various labs who have been around the industry for longer than we have. And early on, we were trying to understand, okay, yeah, what is, what is the shelf life of Kratom? And talking to some of these earlier labs, they had been retesting the same batch of Kratom for, at the time, this was like five years ago or four years ago. They said that they had tested Kratom 
same powder and for like at least 12 years it was about a pretty stable alkaloid wow. profile so yeah folks so for them i mean it's and there's always going to be some caveats to that so if something is in a much hotter environment or if it's left out in sunlight or if it's in human conditions it can rot and there's other ways for it to degrade but as long as kratom powder is kept in a cool dark dry place it should be very very stable great great um is are there any side effects to kratom yeah, so I mean, there's there's always side effects to everything, and what's good about kratom is that I think it has some of these negative effects that keep it in a more healthy aspect in our society. Mm. So given that it is very bitter, no one is going to really consume kratom on accident thinking that oh it you know it's kind of like i'm not going to think it's candy and keep eating it and then all of a sudden get this effect from the alkaloids and have some issues with it right so like so the bitterness and that kind of off-putting flavor it's like a natural safeguard yeah it's actually right? yes. yeah and so and that's actually like an interesting part because like i think i heard from another podcast or another reference that our tongue can traditionally taste sweet, sour, and bitter. bitter. And there's also like unami, which is kind of like the protein flavor. But what's interesting is that sweet and sour are very minor. There's only like a couple receptors that taste sweet and sour. It's very, very basic. But on the other hand, that bitter compound, we have orders of magnitude more receptors to discern different types of bitterness. And what's it's interesting to me about that is that the compounds in our environment that have physiological and pharmacokinetic effects are almost always bitter compounds. Mm -hmm. And so something can either be poisonous or medicinal, it's they're bitter. Right. And so it's almost like we've evolved with these like hyperactive bitter receptors to both kind of like help us find things that we need and also help us like stay away from things in nature that will hurt us. Right. It kind of reminds me of what my mom has always said, like bitter tasting things we should eat more of because it's good for us. <laughs> yeah, it can be. Yeah. yeah. So there's yeah. a... It's not, what, it's not the best tasting thing, but it really is good for you. So, yeah. So knowing that it is bitter and how, in its taste, you know, even though it's not uh, pleasant or pleasurable, it's something that you know is definitely good for you or is working yes. in some way. Yeah. 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 And so in addition to kind of like the immediate, you know, negative effect of the taste of it, uh, Kratom, if, if, if I overconsume Kratom, and for me it's, it's not as much of an issue, but it can cause nausea. So if I use Kratom on like an empty stomach when I first tried it, there's times where it can be like a little nausea-inducing. So like mm. my stomach will kind of feel a little upset mm. and kind of like... I don't know, almost a little like dizzy or kind of a little like almost like mm -hmm. not great. That will generally subside in about half an hour, 45 minutes for me. Okay. And so that's also kind of another good limiting factor because that typically only happens when I've consumed too much. Right. So if my pain is really bad, I eat some Kratom and then my pain, my pain hasn't really gone away. So I try more and more when, when, when I get to that threshold, it kind of starts to kick in like that nausea, kind of like discomfort feeling. 
that's kind of like the the major side effect that one will get initially and then there was even even now online there's quite a bit of information about low dose kratom is more stimulating high dose is sedating Mm. now there is truth that kratom has a wide range of pharmacokinetic activity but it's really due to different alkaloids it's not the consumption amount and what we did was like because I have had some sleep issues for a long time when I first got into Kratom and found that it was a, a miracle for my back pain at least when I got the right type the right alkaloid profile absolute miracle for my back pain I was like well this is great well I've also had trouble sleeping I've heard that Kratom is also kind of sedating or relaxing like maybe it'll help with my sleep so I found Kratom that was typically supposed to be kind of the the relaxing kind and I consumed a lot of it. I think I did excess of like 30 grams which is about 10 times what I would normally take. So a a rather large amount. I mean lots of fistfuls of tablets just kind of eating and eating and eating. And so yes, so definitely for that I did feel the nausea and that side kind of went away after a while. I was okay. And I was like, okay, well, I would then went to bed and laid in bed, kind of like doing some emails or working on a computer. I was like, okay, great, I'm gonna wait for this to kick in and I'm gonna like have the best sleep ever. And then two or three hours went by and I noticed I was like, I'm not tired, but I'm super focused. I've got a lot of work done. I'm like, okay, well, it doesn't really help me fall asleep. So it's not really sedating. But another common side effect of that super high consumption amount is constipation. And so that's actually a known side effect of opioid receptor interaction. So as an ex- right, right, yes, right. So as an example, Imodium AD is a very common anti-diarrhea medication, which is actually an opioid, and that's how it works. And so that is kind of the major, so like some gastrointestinal constipation issues, but typically that nausea and those negative effects are really seen with consuming too much. So that's kind of that that nice way to use Kratom is start very low, use a small amount, kind of see how your body reacts, see how you feel. If you're looking for certain benefits like pain relief and the pain's not going away, keep increasing. But if you feel nauseous or get constipated that, back down from it, don't use that much in mm-hmm. the future because that's kind of the, the more self-limiting side of Kratom. Right. That's good. At least there's some way of, some kind of indication that you, you get, so you know if you're taking too much of it. Uh, for our listeners, if they want to, you know, ask more questions to you or have comments, what's the best way to reach you? Yeah, I mean, the, the best way and the fastest way will be to going to our website at ethanaturals.com and reach out to our support team. And so there's a number that you can call, there's a number... There's an email at support at ethanaturals.com, as well as we have Facebook pages, Instagram, and we check those as all the time, and so we'll respond to questions. We'll also, if you have more in-depth questions that may make it on the podcast, we'd always love to connect as much as possible. So a uh, website is the easiest, but then anywhere you see Ethanaturals or our Live Fully podcast or social media, go ahead and reach out and we'll find a way to get you those answers. Wonderful. Well, thank you again, Alexander. And this is the end of this uh, episode. Please uh, join us next time. Thank you for 
listening and remember, live fully. Thanks again. Bye.